Chief, I found Parker. Where you been? Looking for you all morning. Why don't you pay your phone bill? Mad scientist goes berserk and we don't have pictures. I heard Spider-Man was there. Where were you? Photographing squirrels? You're fired. Chief, the planetarium party. Oh, right. You're unfired. I need you. Come here. What do you know about high society? Oh, uh, well, I... Yeah, don't answer that. My society photographer got hit in the head by a polo ball. You're all I got. Big party for an American hero. My son, the astronaut. Could you pay me in advance? <laughs> Are you serious? Pay you for what? Standing there? The planetarium tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. There's the door. So welcome back. Who thought we'd be doing this again? Right, exactly. Welcome back, everybody. Week two of the... Um... Uh, the, the comeback f- tour, it's, I guess. It's week two of Frank is stuck in a shipping container. <laughs> exactly. Does it really, does it sound that bad? I think it no. sounds just bad enough. No, just, it, it's, honestly, it's passable enough that I'm okay releasing the episodes. Does that make sense? All right, cool. Yeah, I can I can try to <laughs> sit a little closer. No, no, no. I, I work the levels out really good so you won't be too okay. loud. So we're good. All right, cool. So what have you done since last week? I don't think I've done jack shit. Um, what have I done? Um, not much. I um, I've I've been sort of retinkering with an old screenplay that um, that I wrote and I sent it to some people to read and uh, just some friends just to get some mm. feedback. So that was kind of fun because I haven't actually had anybody read it in a while and I've made sort of some updated changes to include a little bit more social media stuff. So, um, so I did that and what else? I've been working a lot, um, helping out at sneaker museum, um, and working on other aspects of Rick's collection. Um, and it's just massive. Every time I go there, I see something different or new and it's just, constantly blows me away we were um we were going through a whole bunch of old um and he's got these things they're pristine uh just vintage clothes like from uh grateful dead concerts from like 1991 wow. and these t-shirts they look brand new um they're they're amazing they're folded up they're in a nice plastic bin they're just they're amazing and he's so got he like, bought them to put away yeah okay yeah and he's got tons of them, tons of stuff like this. And I mean, vintage clothes. And I've talked about the sneakers before, and that's an amazing thing. So yeah. it's, um, yeah, it's, it's quite, um, it's quite something. Every time I go there, we, um, you know, we find some, um, some new and interesting stuff. And we're, um, trying to think of a way we might do a book of, um, of some stuff. Like I said, there's, there's a lot of pop culture. Right. Um, lines that get crisscrossed along all of this. So it's, um, it's kind of, um, it's kind of fun to sort of figure out how we can make something sort of happen with it or make it a little bit more, um, you know, get it out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's definitely something people would want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Nice. Very nice. Um, what else? I haven't watched. What was I want? Oh, you know what? I, what my comfort show has been the last week or so. No idea. Um, there used to be the office. Right. Um, now it's like parks and rec. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it's just good. Kind of like in the background, you know, you don't really need to pay attention that much because right. you know, it's, 
you already know what's going to happen. So yeah. Yeah. And typically I find myself like just kind of waiting for that one like great line or that one great <laughs> shot in an episode, you know? Right. Right. We, uh, we finished up season two of Westworld. Um, we didn't start season three right away. Of Westworld? Yeah. Yeah. I did. I don't think I watched the second season. Huh. Did I? I can't remember. I don't know. If I tell you anything, then it's just. Yeah, don't tell me you know. anything. The last thing I remember was the end of the first season. And okay. I don't think I remember too much of the second season. Right, so I don't right. think I watched it. So season so. three is like eight episodes. Um, we'll probably be done with that in a week, a week and a half, depending. We, if, if, um, either one of them doesn't have their assigned homework done, we will not watch. We'll just watch some other throwaway comedy kind of thing when we eat. Yeah. Um, but Nova really, she's, she, she is a, she's a bird. I'm going to start referring to her as a bird all the time. Um, because the, the sun goes down or the lights go off and she's out. She, really? the, arm, the arm goes up over the head and she just, she just falls asleep. She has seen <laughs> the first half of so many movies. But if she was to ever try to write a screenplay, it would like get to the middle of the second act and she wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> which you know the kid's tired she can go to sleep that's fine what can you do yeah exactly and i don't know yeah. after we finish westworld i don't know what we're gonna do next i mean there's all the the cw um dc stuff but we're so far behind on all that catching up with that would be like a nightmare yeah so I don't know. I started, I started watching um, Atomic Blonde again the other day. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Love that movie. I remember you saying that. Love that movie. It's so good. <laughs> so good. That's that's the part that stinks is like it can't be like, oh, hey, here's the big summer movie that we're going to talk about. Um, right? We got, we got, it's just like I've, I just, like there's no Wonder Woman. There's no... James Bond movie. There's no yeah. Black Widow. Those were the big three I was really looking forward to this summer. Yeah, I was very excited for Ghostbusters. I'm still very excited for um, Bill and Ted Face the Music because that will be released one way or the other. Oh, I saw that trailer and I, I'm in. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm so in. I had said to Bill when we were talking about stuff that um, 10 years ago when we were at Rock and Shock and Alex Winter was there, and he told us about it. We're like, yeah, okay, please, please do that. <laughs> please make that movie. <laughs> and he did. And he didn't, you know, do it because we asked, but he did it because like the demand for it was there yeah. and the fan base is there. And he just, he was so sincere about wanting to show them older in their lives and, and how things have panned out. And it won't be the way we expect right away. And, I, I just I just hope it's enjoyable. One was good. Two was an interesting departure that I, I liked at the time, and I think I still do like it. I just haven't gone back to it. So three should be also interesting. I barely, barely remember two. Like, I have to go, I have to go back and watch it again. 
that wouldn't be such a bad thing. Yeah, no, I doubt it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, no doubt. It's, it's, um, I'm sure it would be fun. Mm. Um, and I think it's cool that Keanu will do it, you know, because yeah. Alex Winter, I could totally see doing it, you know, because I don't know how busy he's been. Oh, he's a, he's but, a pretty good director. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's, but Keanu, he's, it's just like, it's just like, yeah, shit, I'll do this crazy thing. Why not? Yeah. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> And that's and that's that says a lot too about his character as as a regular human being of like well this is what made me this is what helped make me and he's my friend and he always has been so yeah, yeah. why wouldn't I so was it Alex Winter pushing it more like like really the sort of driving force behind it oh see I don't know I know that I would see his stuff because I would look to see what he was saying so I'm not a good judge of that yeah. But Keanu never pulled a Bill Murray, like with Ghostbusters. He never did any of that stuff. I think he was just all in as long as the script was there. Right. And I'm sure Keanu has the pull to say, all right, I made you four John Wick movies or whatever. We're doing this. Right. (laughs) Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, except except the day the earth stood still. (laughs) Hey, did you... um... Did you ever watch that video of that the woman explaining the thing to like yes. the pandemic? I watched a few others too. She has really good comic timing. She was great. Did you watch both of them? Yes. Like the sequel to hers, which I thought was really well done. She yeah. like really um like skated a line and it was a really it was I just thought she did it beautifully. Yeah. That's um, that's yeah. The, the her name is Julie Ah, crap. What's her last name? It begins with an N. And there's a weird L in there, too. Um, yeah. Are you looking it up, or yeah, am I looking it up? I'll look it up. I got the, I got the YouTubes. Okay. Um, 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 <laughs> come on, Internet. <laughs> Where is she? It should be writing shit I've just watched. Yeah. But I also watched, um, while I'm scrolling, I watched the uh, failed three-way conversation. That was <laughs> that was pretty good. And then the HR one, and then uh, where they where they go over the the fact that they're having issues, um, on the news show. And. Um, she did a taste test of American cereal because she's Canadian. Nolke, N-O-L-K-E. Yeah. Julie Nolke. Um, I did subscribe after I watched a few of them. Um, and the ones we're talking about are explaining the pandemic to my past self. And there's a quarantine panic attack. Um, but she's got a whole bunch of stuff, which is, which is, she plays, um, smart, funny, sarcastic, and awkward all at the same time, um, yeah. really well. Yeah, I, I thought she was great. She did another one where she, um, she's like talking about snow, hmm. the way, you know, like, like the way they use Canadian snow in a movie. 
like co- like it's cocaine. Oh. <laughs> it's just, and at one point, she has a pile of snow in front of her on like a picnic table, <laughs> and she's like, she piles it up. And she's like, guess guess who I am? And she like puts her face down into it, but she gave herself a bloody nose. Oh no, for real? Yeah. And the outtake after it's all done, she's, she's just laughing. She's like, oh my god, <laughs> it was so funny. Like she's just she's she's just very sort of. Um, She's just sort of like very easily funny. She sort of reminds me of like a, um, um, oh my God. Now I'm, uh, oh my God. Why can't I think of her name? Um, Emma Stone. Oh. Or like an Anna Kendrick kind of like person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So she's, she's very cool. I, 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 I'm, you know, it's one of those things where you see someone like this and you're happy that she's getting a, like a ton of exposure because mm-hmm. there's, you know, her, those videos have had millions of views. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's really cool to see that. I have a question for you. Okay. Um, did you watch any of John Krasinski's like some good news stuff? No. Oh, you didn't see any of it? No. I saw what I saw of it was on, um, um, hold on. Let me make sure I have this right. Yeah, it's, um, it's, um, some more news. Um, is it's the guy from Cracked and he is, he's, he's amazing. He's, he's great. He did an hour and 10 minutes on, um, how to cover the police riots and there wasn't a second that made that that repeated itself or was boring interesting um, but he's funny on top of it he used to do stuff with cracked um like that late night diner stuff oh uh, yeah um and he's i like him and i saw him um jokingly complaining about you know some good news and he's like well i have some more news and i had that before you john (laughs) so that's what i saw and you know the stuff that 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 they showed is like stuff that would show up in my feed anyway so i never went to it but go ahead i was no i was just um i just wanted to say like you know he did like a, a bunch of episodes of it and then, you know, you find out that he kind of like sold the idea to CBS or something like that. And I got to say, like, I really like John Krasinski. I really do. And I watched the first few episodes mm-hmm. of that. Some good news. But um, my gut reaction to him sort of, you know, selling it to a network was it just left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm like, mm-hmm. like, why would you go and do that? Like, right. here's this 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 cool thing you're doing during a weird and crazy time that we all are living through just do it during this little lockdown pandemic thing and then just let it go away just you know what i mean yeah yeah absolutely it, it, uh, it, it doesn't was, need to go it, it on kind of like it's like if um um when they did um dr horrible's sing-along blog mm. like during that writer's strike a million years ago and yeah. they just did it because it was fun to do. And then that was it, you know? Yeah. And it's like they didn't do anything else with it. It was just like, oh, this is kind of fun. Cool. Um, and then that, like, that was it. And now it's just this thing you can find on the Internet from 10, 12 years ago, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And it's just great. It's just out there. Like, why does it need to be like a thing? 
I don't know. You know? Yeah. So, and it's not like he's like looking for a big break or he needs the work or anything like that. And, and he's not even going to sort of do it. He's going to like be in a, like a producer or something. And I mean, I don't begrudge anyone having a great idea and, you know, someone comes calling with a checkbook. Sure. But I don't know. It just sort of felt weird. Yeah. Is it going to have the same spirit? That the yeah, exactly. Had. You know, here he was, he's doing it, you know, from his, from his living room and he's, you know, wearing weird, you know, Bermuda shorts, whatever, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it just had a really kind of fun flavor to it. And now it's not going to be that anymore because you yeah. know that it'll change. It's like oh, when, yeah. when, you know, we, have we learned nothing from Wayne's world? Well, here's the <laughs> Here's another question for you. Did they buy it so nobody else would? And then they'll figure out if they're going to do something with it? I don't know. I don't know. Because he seemed, I, I, because there was some backlash. And then he came out and said, well, it's going to, you know, I'm not going to be doing it. I sort of sold the, I don't know, it, I don't know what he sold to them. Um, but like that whole notion, um, so I don't know if he just sort of sold the idea, like what what's going to happen with it. I don't know. Mm. So I don't know if if CBS. I mean CBS. I think it's going to go to like CBS All Access or something. Oh, then honestly, who cares? Mm. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know anybody that pays for that, except yeah, maybe either. maybe a diehead die, diehead diehard Star Trek fan. That's what it would have to be. Yeah. Um, because otherwise I, I haven't heard anything that's on it. That would be, that would be kind of worth it. I mean, what, um, like big bang is on HBO max. Yeah. And who gives that's a the shit? Only other anyway. CBS thing that I could imagine making an effort to, to see. Yeah. So I guess, um, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I saw it on that show I, after I just, not long. I just, yeah, I just don't, I just don't get it. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just too bad. Cause it's just like, oh man, here's this cool thing. And, ah, oh, damn it. You're going to be like a, you know, mm-hmm. just don't be, you're going to be like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the question does, does come in like, wouldn't we? have done the same thing. Yeah, but we're different because we're nobody. Yeah. You know, if somebody, you know, <laughs> if I open my email and there's a thing that says, hey, um, we're really loving Are You Serious? And uh, <laughs> we want to turn it into a thing. Here's some money. You're like, well, well, yes. Yes, yeah. I would. Okay. You know? Sure. But John Krasinski, who's got, you know, a TV career and a movie career and all of that, you know, it's, mm. you, you would think that he, at, at, at least if he's going to do that, then at least keep doing it and like, like being the face of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. instead of just sort of being the, the name on it. I don't know. That's it just sort of made me feel a little like, Oh, gross. Yeah. Yeah, well, we won't see what happens to it, so we can wait and see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, 
Otherwise, um, yeah. What so, else have I been watching? Not much. I watched a little bit of Clueless the other day because it showed up on Netflix. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I like this movie. She's ridiculously cute. That's fun. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, eh. I watched it not too long ago. It's okay. My, um, probably my favorite memory of that movie is, um, when I bought the VHS a whole bunch of years ago. I was, um, I was in line at like a Walmart or something like that. And there was a, um, a mother and daughter behind me. And I think it was like the daughter really, really wanted it. And the mother's just like, no, 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 no. And she's like, please, please. And the mother just sort of puts it on the magazine rack. So I took it and I'm just like, Oh, I'm going to buy it. Cool. Great movie. <laughs> and the little girl just looked at me like I was an asshole, which. Yeah. Hey, she wasn't getting it. Yeah. So. <laughs> My. Uh. So, hey, did I tell you about my iPod experience? I don't think so. All right. So, Scott of Hollywood Hits Scott yeah. um, texted me and said, hey, I've got like a million Prince songs that I'm going to put on the thumb drives for you. Um, and, it, and a lot of it is like really deep cut, like bootleg stuff that even I've not heard of. Uh, okay. Great. Oh my God. So much music, like, like 3000 songs. I was so psyched. Um, so we put those all together for me. And for a really long time, I've been thinking about sort of re um, reanimating my old iPod, <laughs> like my, like gen, like third gen iPod from back in 2003. So I'm like, this is a perfect time to do this. And I'll just, fill it all with a bunch of this old Prince music and throw it in my car. So I had to buy a new battery. So I went onto Amazon and I bought a battery replacement kit for it for like $16. And I did some surgery and lo and behold, it worked. (laughs) And so the battery charged and then I plugged it in and I was, I was surprised that I was still able to move music onto it. Um, So yeah, um, and that has been super awesome. I've just had all this fantastic, um, like previously not heard Prince music that I've been driving around with, and it's fantastic. I drove out to Worcester yesterday, and it was glorious because I just listened to all this old Prince music, <laughs> like like concert recordings for an hour. It's just like this is awesome. Oh wow! That's yeah, that's been fantastic. So good. So thanks, Scott. He's not going to hear this. I know that. But still, you know, it's out there. I put out to the universe my gratitude. That's true. That's true. And, you Andy, know, Andy might that's, tell him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. yeah. Did you ever watch Hannibal on Netflix? No. I'm told it's quite good. No, I haven't. I, I, I never had any interest in it. What's that? What? <laughs> I said that might be the next thing I start. Can uh, you guys, can you folks tell that we're doing this over Skype? Cause we don't know when the other one is trying to talk. Oh yeah. They, they definitely can. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a, a while to get the mixer to sound this good. And, um, I'm probably going to have to take a half hour next week to try and adjust it again. Cause Whatever settings I put into it or, or levels I create, they do not carry over week to week. 
So, really? Yeah. Why wouldn't they though? Because it's old, and it's getting real. Like if I if I slide the knobs now, the the sliders, it gets real crunchy sounding. Um, I got that that feedback loop that I'll take out in editing. Um, I just I think it's just done. Honestly, <laughs> it's old. It's like ten years old, and it had been pushed a lot. So, yeah. That's all right, though. It's working for right now. For right now. Yeah, we yeah. should. Um, yeah, it's working fine. If anybody can't hear us, well, you know, it's, uh, yeah. you'll, you'll hear us better next time. We're doing OK. Just yeah. OK. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm trying to think of stuff that's not depressing to talk about. Oh, there isn't anything. Yeah, I know. That's what I keep coming up against. Yeah, it's um, it's it's very depressing out there. Um, it's as though the world forgot that there's a pandemic out there. That's, you know, there's a disease out there that's still killing eight hundred to a thousand people a day. Um, oh yeah, so there's let, me, that. let me call up the numbers. I have uh, I have this website, Corona Chart. The U.S. has 2,083,604 cases with 57,111 new cases as of right now from like yesterday to today and 2,845 deaths. I said that weird. I should have said 2,845 deaths, new deaths, total deaths, 115,900. So let me scroll down here to the U.S., the U.S. alone has 2,106,547. Has 116,000 deaths. And let's go with new cases. Let's um, categorize it through new cases. California slowly was moving up the chart. And um, they're at the top now, followed by, I want to take a guess where the next state is? Um, all right, I am not going to cheat, so... After Cal, like, where's Massachusetts now? Oh, we have moved way down. We are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, really? thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. We are eighteenth with new cases. We were like fifth. We were. We made it up to fourth, and New York was holding the top spot for a long yeah. time. All but, right, so who's the top right now? California with 3,543 new cases and 117 oh. new deaths. I'm going to say um, Illinois is in the top five. Illinois is in the top ten. It is number eight with 1,391 um, new cases. Well, Texas and Missouri, I think, maybe. Texas is number three. All right. With three thousand nineteen in Missouri, actually, still scrolling, is way below us. They only had fifteen thousand total cases. They have two hundred and nineteen right. new ones. Well, what's their like rate of change? Uh, I don't think I because oh sort of looked at maps over the you know several weeks. It sort of you know New York, Massachusetts, New yeah. Jersey, and stuff, and then you had you know, California, but then I've noticed that it's sort of moving west. Mm. Yes, but 
You still haven't hit number two. It's kind of an obvious thing. It's an obvious state. Florida? Yes. <laughs> Florida is number two with 3,069 new cases. 69,000. Oh, my God. This is such a Florida number. Total cases, 69,069. <laughs> and you know that someone in Florida right now going, yeah, dude. Yeah, don't anybody else get sick, man. Don't anybody get it. Oh, so the deaths honestly should be uh, 42,042 or something like that. Uh, but they have uh, 12,550 with 181 new cases. That's New Jersey. What the hell's going on with my map? Oh, you know what happened? It resets. Every time it gets new numbers, every few minutes it resets. Oh, man. So, yeah, Florida has 2,851 deaths with 82 new ones. And the state with the most deaths yesterday is New Jersey. New yeah. Jersey, Illinois, New York. New York's been literally killing it with this disease. They have the most cases. They have the most deaths. And they also... Oh, they do not have the highest percentage of deaths per, per, you know, people. They come in in fifth place behind, what is that one? United States Virgin Islands. Well, that sucks. 72 cases, one new one, six deaths, 8.3% death rate in the Virgin Islands. Veterans Affairs is number three. Michigan is number two, and Connecticut is number one for the highest percentage of death. Huh. Utah is the lowest state for percentage of deaths at 0.99%. All right. Well, that's good for them. Get their act together. A whole lot of these are, are zero new cases, like the U.S. military... Uh, Wuhan repatriation, because that doesn't matter anymore. The Diamond Princess, Grand Princess, so all those. Um, The first state with the lowest number of new cases is Hawaii, followed by Montana. And let's see. I'm surprised Hawaii. Wait, where's Hawaii stand? Um, They have the lowest number of... um, well, among the lowest number of new cases. Yeah, well, that makes sense, given they just, you know, said, zip, yeah. shut it down. Yeah, they had they had 685 total as of right now. Yeah, no one's coming in. We're an yeah. island. Back yeah. off. Everybody Real back easy to, to, to stop that from happening. Mm. But Alaska had 38 and 611 new cases total, but no death. Oh, 11 deaths total. No new deaths. So it's all it's all the, you know, coastal elites. So I wonder when um, <laughs> when there's going to be like a like a big surge because right now it's just kind of like this oh I, gi- I give steady, it three weeks. A steady thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I and, give it uh, I give it three weeks with all these states opening, um, and and not knowing what they're doing and people not following guidelines. Like I, I have now, I've re-entered my 
um, like second stage uh, safety procedures where the, the first stage was like, okay, people are getting sick, so I'll just go out and get what I have to get, uh, Rip and I, if we have to go out. But now I'm in the second stage where it's like, if I don't have to go out, I'm not fucking going out. These people are dumb. Not wearing masks. Sitting too close. Groups of people. Too many of them. <sighs> yeah, it's it, it's literally as as though, like, oh, we're done with this now. Yeah. This, you, this, this, you know, we've all done our, you know, <laughs> we've all learned to make bread. And, yeah, yeah. you know, we've all done our TikTok videos. But this is boring now. It doesn't so. matter if the weather's nice or you're fucking bored. Viruses don't give a shit about that. Right. Like, smarten the fuck up. Yeah, that's not going to happen. We got a uh, we got a, a, a questionnaire uh, from from their school from the school district um, about remote learning and and all that. You know, do you think it's enough? Do you think the teachers are interacting enough? And some of the teachers are interacting great, but some of them haven't even posted that assignments are complete. So mm, some are good, some are not, as you would expect. Um, and it, uh, uh, to be honest, it's the two older ones that they have for teachers, um, the ones that are close to retirement age, that have not been updating. It's called Aspen that we um, that we can use to access their grades and assignments oh, and yeah. see tardiness and all that. Yeah. Um, uh, the math teacher, um, he'll put stuff up. You can go in, buy assignments, see what's done, see what's not done. But English and science, not a fucking thing. I get yeah. it. I get it. The gym, uh, like physical education. Yeah, I get it. That makes sense. But like, come on, how do they? How do these? Do they know if they they missed something or didn't miss, or you know, didn't miss a single assignment? Um, because they'll send them out multiple assignments within the same thing, and if the kid's not paying close attention, sometimes they can miss the stuff. That's how we found out Nova had missed like two or three of the math things over the last four weeks, and she finished them and said, "I'm I'm I'm still getting used to how to how to read this and access all of it. I'm sorry these are late." And he gave her full credit for him because I and I'm trying to instill this in them. Um, communication is so important to your boss, and you got to think of your teacher as your boss. Right. If you make a mistake. You tell your boss and you say, but I fixed it or I will fix it as soon as I know what to do. So hopefully they're going to learn some, you know, communication lessons from this about how to how to move ahead. And like th those those skills can be used in the real world later. Yeah, I think this um, I mean, depending on how this whole thing plays out for the schools, which is going to be super, real, super interesting because mm -hmm. um they um it, it's going to be really interesting to see how this affects how these kids are learning and what they take from it and you know there's probably got to be some sort of time management shift that you know mm. kids previously haven't really had to to learn and um you know yeah. a lot more sort of learning on your own type of stuff because i mean how long can you have a kid sitting in front of a computer you know, doing a Zoom thing, you, you know, you got kids right. in a classroom for, you know, six, seven hours a day. You can't do that with a Zoom thing. So, right. you know, kids have to, so there's a lot more independent work. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's coming down to more like, um, 
the teachers will send out assignments and then they'll set up a meeting um, to go over it to make sure everybody knows what they're doing. Sometimes, sometimes they don't if it's like the same stuff but different information. And that's what the, the, the social studies teacher's doing is sending out stuff that's all basically the same packet but moving through history. Yeah. So that's that's easy enough to do. And um, I check in with them um, twice a day, make sure they're on schedule, because that's that's the hard part is it's real easy if you got a computer in front of you and you know how to spell uh, to find YouTube and just waste your day away. And I'm like, who are you, me? Cut it out. <laughs> But that's that's something that that it took a it took a couple of weeks to prove to Nova. Hey, look, if you get all this done early, you're done. You're like you're like a salaried employee at this point. If you get all your work done, yeah, you're technically still in school, but you got nothing to do. Right, and you've got your, the rest of your day free. Has yeah. the school given any indication what might be happening in the fall? We had a thing about guidelines for reopening uh, in the fall and what that could look like. And they're saying 10 students in a class with a teacher and a teacher's assistant, Max, with all the students six feet apart. And I, I looked at that. I'm like, you're jamming 25 fucking kids into a class with a teacher and no assistant. How are you going to do this? Are you going to all of a sudden hire another entire full set of teachers right. and where the fuck are you going to put them it's not going to happen they're not going to go back until the parents just feel safe and and that was they with the last question on the on the the survey was uh do you plan on a lot letting you uh, do you plan on your child attending uh in the fall um, yes or no, if no, why? And my no was health reasons because I'm not taking a fucking risk that all these dumb, dumb asshole idiot parents have taught their kids well enough to keep their masks on to keep my daughter alive. Yeah. And Nova can't go because she lives here. So go ahead. Let's see what happens. You know, try to tell me she has to go to school because the nurse will say no. Right. And that's the great part is the nurse is, is, is on our side. Whatever we need to do with her, um, she will, she'll assist, which is really nice. So, so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I did tell him, I'm like, look, this sucks. You know, you're pubing out really hard. Um, you want to see other people. You want to talk to other people. You want to have dances and, you know, Halloween. Um, Said, but honest, I, I I can tell you I'm sorry, but honestly, there's nothing I can say that'll make this better. You just have to, we just have to go through it and see what happens. And we use the word unprecedented. This is, I mean, it is there is. I mean, obviously 1918, but for us, this has never happened. Nah, there's there's this is just fucking weird i mean 9-11 <laughs> was a little bit but we were all scared to go fucking anywhere on our own nobody was telling yeah. us to stay home but it was also at least 9-11 it was you know like if something was gonna happen yeah like it was gonna be 
literally like a big boom. Yeah. And, you know, something else was going to happen. It was going to be something like that. Yeah, like when that uh, chemical plant exploded near the movie theater. Yeah, exactly. That was amazing. That Jeez. was, oh, worst. Worst night of trying to figure shit out in a short amount of time ever. Um, for anybody listening, near uh, in Danvers near us, there was a place that was storing chemicals improperly. And um, one night we were standing out the back of the theater. Um, Three in the morning. Yeah. Re were we ready to go home or did we have to like shut stuff down? You know what screenings? it was? It was the Wednesday. It was either the Tuesday or the Wednesday. I think it was the Wednesday before. No, it might have been the, I don't know. It was right before Thanksgiving. I think it might have been the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, or the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. It was like right before Thanksgiving. And we would, we had been building movies and just getting ready for what was going to be a busy couple of days. Yeah. And it was literally like two or three in the morning and we were done and we're outside standing outside the way we did, you yeah. know, um, just sort of Everybody chatting. Talking, and yeah. there was just, it wasn't a boom. It was a fucking boom. It, it shook the ground. It shook the building. Shook the ground. Shook the building. It blew the. It, it shook the light. Remember, it took the light fixtures out of yep. like sort the, of like the, the overhang the in the cans. building where we were. Yeah, the cans and the floodlights. That one of them yeah. fell out. One was hanging. Yeah, yeah, I thought for sure that there was something up in the booth that we didn't do. That's how close it, it sounded. Yeah that close and then you go find out it was a couple of miles away yeah because we have uh beverly airport near us and it's like uh, that's what an airplane crashing into a building would sound like yeah and but it blew windows out for like a mile and a half radius a miracle i mean it, if it had been earlier in the day i mean this was overnight yeah um because I think that no one died no right? but it shattered windows from that bridge in Danvers, all the way down that road to uh, to the square with the um, that connects to one fourteen, we're talking right. a good like mile and a half, two mile road. Um, the, the 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 darkest comedic part of this is it blew all the windows out of the home for the deaf. <sighs> we just leave that there. I bet they were wondering what happened. Right. <laughs> what? Um, but the thing is, though, like. Like, even this was when I was married, um, like up in Georgetown, like almost like seven, eight miles away. Yeah. Like, they felt a shake. Yeah. Like it was that huge a deal. It was. It was. That was, that was, um, for a moment, that may have been the most scared I've ever been, except the time somebody tried to stab me. So I said I was sorry. Jesus. <laughs> Oddly enough, it was a fellow theater employee, but not not you. Um, yeah, if I didn't have a skateboard with me that day, I would have been stabbed either in the upper inside thigh, right in the dick, or in the you know the pubic area above that. He just didn't like being made fun of. But you know what? You're a bully, so people are going to make fun of you when you do something stupid. Fuck right. you, Brett. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I was I was going to try to find something about that explosion, but I can't find anything. Oh. Well, I'm not looking very hard. Oh, okay. 
That's type in Danvers Explosion. Yeah. What are you typing in? Go boom boom? Because there's pictures. Oh, my God. Yeah, 2006 Danvers Chemical Fire. And right here on the on the Wikipedia page, there's a photo, and it says, The New England home for the deaf was boarded up after the explosion only a few hundred yards away. And if those kids weren't deaf beforehand, right. they were still home. Um, let's see. Wednesday, November 22nd, at 2.46 a.m., an explosion occurred at the plant of solvent and ink manufacturer CAI Inc., located in the Danversport area of Danvers, Massachusetts, which it shared with paint manufacturer uh, Arnell. The explosion was caught on security camera and was reportedly heard up to 50 miles away in southern Maine and New Hampshire. Wow. We are not quoted at all in this article. Well, I'm pretty sure that quote would have been, fuck, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Yeah. Because really, that is the only response. I think we're kind of lucky we were on the opposite side of the building. Um, Because I would imagine the shockwave would have traveled from it because of the, the angle of everything. Not that we would have been damaged by it, but it would have been a lot louder if we were oh, on the yeah. other side of the mall. Because really, I, I thought, I, like at the at the time, I thought, oh, an airplane just hit the top of the mall. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> yeah, that was that was interesting. Yeah, man. Crazy days. Yeah, we had to make a lot of phone calls. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't us. <laughs> no, but we had to, we did do and go and do a uh, a thorough walkthrough, so nobody would be hurt the next day by anything right. hanging or partially hanging. And there wasn't much damage inside. There was a lot of dust that was knocked around. I remember there being. Wasn't there like up in the booth somewhere? Didn't we notice a crack or two in a wall or a <laughs> column or something? Wouldn't surprise me. That that like. For some reason, that's in my head, and mm. I don't think I could have invented that tidbit. <laughs> I don't think I did. <laughs> well, if the, if the ground shook, that means the ground moved. It's totally possible. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. So you're watching, you said you're watching Westworld. We were, yeah. We'll go yeah, back We'll I'm go back and start, start season three again. Week. I'm going to start Hannibal this week. I, I heard it was good. Um, a friend of mine yesterday, she's been going through Lost. So I watched a little couple of those yesterday. And um, so that was pretty fun because there were a couple of oh shit moments. And I love knowing what the oh shit moments are going to be. and the, But just sort of watching someone's face when like they're coming and then they happen. They're like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> When I watched it with Olivia, it was um, it was the it was the same type of thing. Oh my god, it was so so funny to watch her reaction to some of the surprise stuff that happened. It was really fun. <laughs> She's like, "Dad, I'm really sorry, but what the fuck?" I'm like, "Right." <laughs> uh, That's nice to 
it's nice to see people blindsided by stuff. Yeah, That's exactly. Fun. So, and it's tough because, like, especially with the internet and spoilers and stuff like that, it's especially with a show so old. Yeah, it's tough to. Uh, it's tough to have that. Oh yeah. Oh. So oh, yeah. it's uh, it's nice to see that um, you know you can kind of kind of enjoy that. Right. Right. Uh, I'd I'd stayed away from most Westworld stuff because I figure I'll eventually get to it. But um, the only thing is, like, if you see a trailer for the next season, you know who's made it through, maybe. Because um, you never know what could be a flashback or a different timeline or whatever. Right. Um, but that's that's the only thing is, like, okay, I have no context for this, so I'll probably forget it. But since we started watching it, I haven't watched any trailers or, or anything like that. And if I watch, like, a... Uh, here's all the Easter eggs and all the foreshadowing. I'll make sure that it's like from the time period that season ended. So there's no like, yeah. and then in season two, here's what happens with this. It's like, ah, oh, fuck. I don't want to see that. So I've been trying really hard to avoid any news about um, Mandalorian because it's getting um, super obnoxious now with this one added to the cast and this one, you know, it's just sort of driving me nuts oh yeah i don't give a shit until i actually see it until i see them in the episode it's not happening yeah but it's it's i mean again and i said this last week that one of the best things about um the first season of that show was that we didn't know anything about anything you know we knew that this show the mandalorian was going to be on and be like oh this will be cool yeah um and then like that was it <laughs> so yeah, it was like, all right, this is going to be awesome. I can't wait to see it, and you know, and now it's just you know, it's such a thing that every little you know tidbit that comes out is you know news, yeah. and it's um, and it's I, th little... I think it's all it's a, a lot of it is just speculation. I think maybe one or two of the things is real, but it's Dave Filoni, and he he wasn't responsible for. Um, that resistance show i don't think he was not like he was with clone wars and uh rebels at least but those shows were top fucking notch so it, uh, i'm gonna trust that he has an idea of what he's doing resistance was good was it i don't know was it oh i don't know i got through the I first season and i I'm didn't like, watch this it it just seemed boring. too it just seemed too what's the word like kid ish i guess yeah i think changing the animation style might have uh turned a bunch of people off but i it, i tried it did. i'm not a fan of that and it's it's too this is gonna this, i'm gonna hear a lot about <laughs> this and everybody i know that i sound like an idiot when i say that it looks too cartoonish no it it did <laughs> it, it, it i couldn't take it uh as like the danger wasn't as serious uh feeling yeah, and it's like I just I get to the first episode and I'm just like, oh, here's this kid and he's being taken under the wing of, um, you know, Poe Dameron and there's yeah. a blender in the background. There, that's folks. fine. <laughs> so that's kind of exciting and fun. But that's so. the thing is like that whole Resistance era. I don't care. I, I don't. I, I'm not invested in the in the sequel at all. So I can't even hear you right now. Oh. 
I said I'm, I'm not even invested in the sequel trilogy at all. It was fun to watch, but I don't. Oh, what eight, nine, what seven, eight, and nine? Yeah, I just I got nothing. I have no attachment to it at all. There's there's a few characters I like, but that's it. Yeah, I just um like I thought that the whole Palpatine thing coming back, if they were gonna go that route. Like, tease it out a little bit. Mm. Um, and they, they could have done stuff in some of the other shows to sort of start, you know, building the, the foundation for it. Yeah, how about this? Um, have an outline for all three fucking movies before you start. Well, that's the thing. It's, they, it's three movies, not Battlestar Galactica, for Christ's sake. Yeah, it's, it's also, but I, I think it's... It's unreasonable to think that they didn't have a plan. I just think that the plan was was not great. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I I would love to know exactly when they had the idea to bring Palpatine back. Um, I I would hope that it was before they started Episode Seven. I don't think it was, mm. um, because that sort of came out of like, wow, wow, nowhere. That was. Yeah. It was really kind of surprising. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna do that, you should. Be, the audience should be able to sit there and go, "Oh yeah, fuck, good job." Not yeah, the fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give us, give us, even if it's like, give us something that pays off because yeah. it came out of nowhere. And since they're usually so good about sprinkling stuff throughout the other shows, the other animation, the, even the, the books and the comics, even if you haven't read them, you know that, that they're out there, Yeah, you know? And like, cause you know, given some, a little bit more backstory to Maul, mm-hmm. you know, for example, where his showing up in solo, if someone hasn't seen the animation and all that, if someone's just kind of like, wait a minute, what? And then, you know, people who have seen it can go back and go like, oh, yeah, yeah, they set that up before. You should really go look at that. And it does make you go back and look at it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've, I've you know, having gone back and like like I said last week, I'm reading the Thrawn stuff. And that's really fun because that's filling in some spots mm-hmm. for me from other stuff. It's just like, oh, so that's where he went when he went to do that. You know, because I remember on like toward the end of Rebels where he takes off to go to a meeting and like that whole meeting is like this book I'm reading. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then he comes back from that adventure. And right. It's like, oh, okay. And then <laughs> stuff happens with him and Ezra at the end of Rebels. So, yeah. but it was just like great that here's this character who sort of disappears for an episode or two in a show where you see him all the time. Mm-hmm. And then you read the book and you're like, oh, that's where he's this is where he went when he left yeah that's cool you know yeah i really expected oh go ahead no i was just gonna say like when you're watching episode four and it's that meeting in the in the room where like you know where vader chokes out the dude but there's an empty chair yeah like that's was krennic seat right or thrawn right wasn't that supposed to be like like it could be. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. 
So, I mean, and that's like little stuff that you come across. And whether it is or not, it's fun to speculate that, oh, right. that empty chair, that was probably Krennic's. Yeah. He's dead now. So, you know? Yeah. So it's like all that stuff is really kind of fun to do. And if the Palpatine thing was, you know, sort of sprinkled in throughout all these these other properties, it might not have been that bad. Right. But the big bullshit thing for me in that last movie was their romance. Like, I'm sorry, that's just, that's shipping at its worst. That's fan service, yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. Like, that was not established at all. No, I'm going to be honest. I watched, when I watched uh, Rogue One, and they go to Vader's castle to uh, have Krennic get choked out, um, there's that dude that introduces, that, that, that announces that Krennic's there. And the look yeah. of his face, I, th- I thought to myself, well, that would be really, really clever if that turns out to be Snoke, somebody that yeah. was just following along in the background, learning everything he could. Because that guy could do whatever he wants while Vader's in the medical chamber, and, and he could learn, and he could do... And if he was manipulating stuff behind the scenes and and allowing people to come see vader or 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 telling them to screw off or whatever but if yeah. he was there the whole time and then he grew more powerful and uh, that would have been more interesting because then he would have been there like for a long time yeah it would have been like oh that motherfucker yeah. Oh. yeah, and then he could have said, I was I was with the Emperor before the Death Star blew up. Because you know he had a bunch of dignitaries with him, and it could have been one of those guys. Yeah. And when I saw that the Rebels were going to succeed, I took off of the Unknown Regions and began to build the First Order. Blah, blah, blah. Hut money, <laughs> cartels, drug smuggling, what a... Oh, so easy to fucking make it better. Yeah. Right. So well. Abrams may have good ideas, like good starting ideas, but it, uh, he's not a finisher. That's too bad for Mrs. Abrams. But I'm bummed. Well, she has no idea. <laughs> so if it never happens. That's why I'm glad Abrams is just a producer on Westworld and he's not involved in any other way. Yeah. Because, honestly, I feel like his involvement past that would just ruin the show it would it would be dumbed down it would be way too simplistic and that's what happened to this it got way too simplistic maybe i'll go back and watch that now all you're talking about is just giving me like sort of like hmm, maybe i'll <laughs> go back and take a look it is fun i love i love that they have like four different storylines four different main storylines going and they all matter in the grand scheme yeah. of everything. And that's 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 some really well-planned-out writing. And all the characters are engaging. Um, even the one episode that they did fully about a character that was just um, like a no-name antagonist, and and they, they focused something on him for an episode, and I'm like, holy shit. That's when... That's that's like what Star Wars could have done is made this one character that you've seen way more important to the rest of the story. <sighs> I don't know. So many opportunities. I don't know. It's like I, 
Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot. There were there were a lot of a lot of missed opportunities in the whole thing. But whatever. Whatever. Well, give us a maybe. Maybe I'll jump back into that. I'll jump into the second season. You're on the third. Not yet, but yes. Okay, maybe I'll try to catch up, and then you we know, can talk about that. You know what would have been interesting? What if the Huts were helping to fund the um, the First Order, uh, so they could finally uh, track down um, Leia Hut Slayer? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, she killed a hut, but nobody talks about it. That's a, that's a yeah. big no-no. You know, it's like killing a Yakuza boss. Yeah, that's that would have been a really interesting... Uh, mm. Yeah, that would have been interesting if they had woven that into one of the books. I read, there was a Leia book that I read um, a while ago where it's just like when folks find out that Data yeah. was her dad. Yeah, she kept that secret for a while. Yeah, they were it's not really, happy it, about it, that. <laughs> it's such a—I mean, that's such a great idea for a story because it's just like, oh yeah, that's a really interesting idea. Yeah, she's like—that's not good for her politically. No, <laughs> no, but you would think that everything she'd done since then, you know, be since she was born. Um, would kind of persuade people that she was actually trustworthy. But it yeah, says a lot about our state of whole, this could have been her playing the uh playing the long game and now she wants power and blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, that's not too far off from what happens in real life. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Fucking stupid people. Anyway, well, we're uh, just over an hour. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go into um, the Republican Party this week. Yeah, just, God, don't know. I'm not talking about that. Don't. I was just going to suggest to to anybody out there who's listening, like, what's been your like quarantine, lockdown, mm. pandemic like shows? What have you guys been watching? Um, has anybody, you know, dipped into something they wouldn't normally watch just because they've run out of all the other stuff to watch? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, let us know what you're watching. What do you recommend? Um, so, I'd love, I'd, I'd love to know what people, what else people have been watching. You know, we're all. I think that folks who listen to the show, we broadly, I think that it's probably a lot of common ground, but I mean, mm. by now folks have got to be jonesing for something else. So, you know, if someone has dipped into something that's sort of off message, right. yeah. <laughs> for lack of a phrase, yeah. uh, I would, I would love to hear what people are, uh, what people are, are watching. Yeah. So, it would be nice. Cause sometimes you just forget about that one thing that, that you, you said, Oh, when I have time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. do that. So the one thing I said I would do is finally read this one book that has been mocking me for like 20 years. Um, what? House of Leaves, which is a very, it's a very interestingly written book because it doesn't follow, you know, your typical page layout. Um, it kind of gets a little more insane as it goes along. 
And of course, as soon as I want to read the book, I, I had this book in my bag for work, like in December and January, and I started looking for it in March and I couldn't find it. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to buy a new one. Now watch, I'll find two more <laughs> copies. But I got it in the mail yesterday. I, uh, this time I ordered the hardcover, um, because there's a bunch of different versions. There's, um, one with no extra stuff, no color, no photos. Then there's one with like just black and white photos, one with color words, color photos. So uh, let me, let me just look at it. Oh, let me get my glasses because I'm doing contacts, but because I have an astigmatism, I can't wear the dual focus contacts apparently. Oh, yeah. How's that going with the contacts? I'll get into that in a second. (laughs) (laughs) So there is the incomplete version, no color, no braille, elements in the exhibits, appendices, and index may be missing. Black and white. Color is not used for the word house, which is blue, uh, minotaur, which is red, or struck through passages, which are red with a line through them. No braille, black and white plates. The two color is either house appears in blue or struck through passages and the word minotaur appear in red. No braille, color and black and white, or black and white plates. And the full color one, which is the one I got. Um, cause it wasn't that much more, uh, the word house in blue minotaur and all struck through messages in red. The only struck through line in chapter 21 appears in purple and it says X, 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 X and color plates. <laughs> also first edition is struck through, uh, in red on the copyright page. And then when you go to right past the forward, uh, the forward says the first edition of House of Leaves was privately distributed and did not contain Chapter 21, Appendix 2, Appendix 3, or the Index. Every effort has been made to provide appropriate translations and accurately credit all sources. If we have failed in this endeavor, we apologize in advance and will gladly correct in subsequent printings all errors or omissions brought to our attention. Um... And I think that all of this ends up being part of it because it's this House of Leaves by Zampano with an introduction and notes by Johnny Truant. Uh, but the book is written by Mark Z. Dan, Danielewski. Um, so past his name, the real author's name, I think it's all fictional at that point. And then the first page is typed, typewriter typed. It says, this is not for you. <laughs> so... That was that was that was intriguing to me, and I'm like, okay, I'll give that a shot. But I need time to actually concentrate, because if I if I sit here in the chair and I put my feet up and I turn the light on and I'm ready to read, my sixty pound dog will come in the room and jump up and land on my crotch and chest, yeah, and uh, lay down like I'm a fucking sofa. So I don't mind because my dog's awesome. But the contacts, this is weird. So I have an astigmatism, so I had to choose, and we went with um, knee, uh, like, like medium to far vision, which makes sense, driving, all that stuff. Right. Um, and, then, and then a magnification-type reading glass for, for up close, like just like a 1.5 uh, seems to work pretty good. Um, 
So my left eye, it's like there's nothing there. It's fine. It's it's. I don't feel it at all. The right eye, though, the ones I got, the first ones I got with the axis and the and the and the size and all that, I can feel the edge, like on the upper right, like around the one to two o'clock area when I blink. Yeah. So then we went to something else, and he changed the axis from eighty to one ten, and that one I described to them as giving me Forrest Whitaker eye. <laughs> because it kept drooping down and it felt like my eye was closed way more than the other one. Um, and then we tried a different kind, a different company. And I said, this one, when I blink, it doesn't come in clear right away because it may happen because of the shape of my eye. I may blink and it may be blurry for a fraction of a second. Whatever. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, it, you don't even notice after a little bit. Um, and, that one I could feel at the bottom, and it felt like if I blunk, blinked, blunked, if I blinked too hard, it would fold up and pop out of my eye. So we talked about it, and he gave me a new one um, to try. I don't know where I put the box, but it's a single day use, and it, and it was the same feeling. So we, before he gave me those, we talked about it, um, and it could be. He said, I, I asked him. I said, all right, stupid question time. I said, so when I used to work night shift or work late nights and sleep during the day, I would generally sleep with my arm covering my right eye, basically with my forearm or my bicep pushing on it while I was asleep. Could I have changed the shape of my eye? And he said, in theory, yes, but your eye, no, because we've done the measurements and you have glasses and it's the same for both eyes. The numbers would be different. I'm like, okay, good to know. So it's possible, but it wasn't. That wasn't the case. He did ask me if I had allergies, and he said that when you get allergies, sometimes there's little bumps inside of your eyelids, and that could be causing the problem. Mm. Like, all right, all right, uh, I see where you're going. So I was calling to get a different kind to try every like three or four days after I was sure that that one, I could still feel it when I was blinking. Um, so I used up the five-day ones. No, I have one left of the of the single-use ones. I had five of those. But when I first got them, I, because, because I was on the museum's insurance, I had the FSA, and I have to use it all up before I'm off the insurance. So I bought one, two, three, four boxes for each eye. So... There's 14-day use, so that should last me a good six to nine months um, once I actually use them for 14 days. Um, and it's just a little bit of irritation, and I'm thinking once this yellow mist of pollen finally fucking settles down, um, maybe I won't have any issues. I don't know, but... I do seem to recall rubbing my right eye more than my left when I'm having an allergy issue. Mm. So I like them. I like them except for if I don't clean my hand thoroughly and my whole eyeball feels like it's on fire for like 45 seconds. <sighs> but they did tell me that I got the hang of them faster than anybody they'd seen and i'm like you're just saying that she's like no some people have to come back like four times to do this i said well we all have to wear masks now 
and uh, glasses fogging up is a is a deal breaker for me. So I have to make this work. <laughs> I've been toying with the idea of LASIK. If I got that done, like they could reshape my my whatever causes the astigmatism, and then it would be fine. Um, but yeah. I don't see why you wouldn't. It's it's great to not wear glasses. Yeah. Except when you're uh, doing a restoration of a rusty old chain from, you know, the 1940s that your daughter dug up from your yard, and um, <laughs> you forget you're not wearing glasses, and a chunk of rusty metal flies up in your eye. Yeah. She did find a spoon. In the in the because we 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 used to have this garage uh, off of the house. And we tore that down because it was it was either tear it down or it's coming down um, one way or the other. So we tore that down. And the only time frame I can give is we used the gray Van Helsing shirts as work shirts. Remember oh, yeah, those? I one of those? Yeah, we <laughs> all had those because they're like, they're free. Who cares if they get dirty? <laughs> exactly. And really, and who else would want them? Right. Yes, because if you've watched that movie recently... Uh-huh. I actually, I wore one to, uh, when I was work, still working for Virgin and I walk in on like, you know, whatever t-shirt day or something <laughs> like that. One of the guys I work with is just like, my God, you'll wear anything, won't you? <laughs> you nailed that. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Let me get my three stooges shirt. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, I didn't make fun of it. I just said, if you had the shirt, you'd wear it. I would. I know. I would. I know. So, what we have now is um, a, a three-sided cement retaining wall, where the garage was was leveled out, and it's just dirt. It was just a dirt floor garage. So Ellen's father, when when he was alive and would work in that garage, um, like a bunch of shit just ended up in the dirt, like broken glass, uh, hubcap. Little little hubcaps for lawnmowers, and um, Nova dug up a spoon, this rusted, junk-ass-looking old spoon. So I've been watching a lot of the um, the restoration videos, the the good ones on uh, YouTube, where where it's just like the guy working, no talking, no music. It's just the sound of a workshop, which is really nice. And uh, so I put it in vinegar. I got all the buffing tools I needed. I got all that. I got it nice and polished up. I got the compounds and the Dremel and all that. And it says, um, where did it go? Oh, she probably took it. Um, it's a sterling silver spoon from the Regal St- Regal Silver Company. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, go dig more. <laughs> <laughs> Because wow, it wouldn't surprise so me. It wouldn't surprise me if he took like the wedding silver and used it to like melt lead or something in it. <laughs> <laughs> so what what their job is is to dig out two inches of dirt um, and move it to other parts of the yard where we've had some erosion, so then we can get some sand and um, like pea stone gravel. And um, make a nice patio area there. Because they're old enough now where I can force them to do that. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Also, I said I'll give you 50 bucks each if you do it. Nice, yeah, put them to work. Yeah, that was a month ago. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, that's so funny. The anxiety levels are rising in me because next week... Yeah, next week they should probably be dropping off the materials to do the siding and the windows. And um, that part's fine. It's the it's the coming in to do stuff, and we got to move things out of the way. Uh, we've moved a lot of stuff out of the way, actually. But it's the having people in the house and the dogs that don't like people coming in the house or walking down the street or driving a UPS truck. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we have a kennel attached to the back of the house that we're going to have to take off we'll have to um we have a couple of uh steel posts that we're going to drive into the ground for the corners and uh hopefully that'll be enough to hold them i i can't imagine for the windows it'll be they said it'll be one day for the five or six that they're going to do and then a half a day for the big one in the front of the house and um after that, they can just run around to the windows and bark. I mean, whatever. It's it's a day or two. Like, how long does it take to side a house? They got to rip all the shit off of it, and then they got to put um, the insulation board up, and then they put the siding up. So, like, three four days. I guess I don't know. I, have I don't know. Do I don't know stuff. either. But we we have a time frame on when they'll be actually in the house. But fortunately, we're all home. Ellen has been told now that she will work from home until at least November. So it was going to be the end of this month, and then now they've moved it another five months. So that's a good sign. Um, they had a big meeting about how everybody likes working from home, and either people like it or love it. There was no, I don't like doing this. Yeah. So that was kind of um, heartening. There's actually some good news um, in the whole in the whole thing. If anything, if if one good thing comes out of this uh, for us uh, work wise, it'll be that she gets to actually be home. That would be nice. If not, whatever, you know. Well. I mean, I would think that it would save them a ton of money. Yeah, right? it should. You know? It absolutely should. But they'll never say. So that's crazy. I think it would be it would be super smart for them to do it for anybody, anybody to do it. If you can, you know, save money, just you know, lighting up a building, heating a building. Yep. Yep. You know. Yeah, I mean, the company will need people in the warehouse to pack and check the shipments and, and that, and you will need some accounting people in the building to be contacted so they can, you know, obviously have access to paper records and stuff. But you could even have HR on a rotating basis. Um, you don't have to have everybody there all the time. Right. So... I mean, unless it's a job where you absolutely have to be in the building to do it, like the one that I would apply for um, with the digital archiving, obviously they're not going to bring it to my house and be like, hey, scan this 300-year-old document. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I'm going to bring my work home. That's yeah. yeah, 
But I mean, that's something too, where it's like, how many people would I run across in a day in that department? What, five at the most? I can't imagine it's a lot of people. Because to me, it seems like if you're doing digital archiving of ancient, basically ancient texts and books and stuff, you want to have a nice calm atmosphere and having too many people around kind of is the antithesis of that so i don't know also i don't think that they've updated any of their web pages um since they closed so they could come back to like i don't know 40 applications for the posted jobs so I gotta I gotta do something. I gotta move on that this weekend. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm hungry. Me I too. Gotta eat something. Yeah, it's just about dinner time. We did this a little later, uh, because this week everybody because Bill couldn't record on Monday and did you you had something going on, on Monday, right? Um what did I have on Monday? Yeah, nap time. Oh, okay, that's fair. Um, so we figured we'd do it Tuesday, but um, the the situation didn't work out. Um, and then you were out of the house yesterday, so Thursday. Yeah. Thursday works. It's within a week, so yeah, that works out. I think as long as we try to get one a week done, the, um, the date is um, a little more negotiable. And this actually kind of works pretty good, too, because... Uh, you don't have to come here. It could be like, okay, I'm ready. Boom, let's go. Yeah, let's do it. And we can we can just we can just hammer it out real fast. You know, as okay. as fast as an hour and an hour and a half almost. Yeah. So, um, I guess I guess we'll call it. Yeah. All right. Again, folks, I'd love to hear what you're um, what you're watching, what you're reading. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like that. So, uh, yeah, keep knocking the heads off of statues of people that never set foot on this continent. Most definitely. Uh, and, um, you know, everybody be safe out there and all that stuff. And, you know, be excellent to each other and all. Yeah, and be smart. Or try to. Exactly. Don't be an asshole. That's what it comes down to. All right. All right See bye. you, folks. I like the old days. I like the days because today they just announced somebody else was hacked and another group was hacked. Everybody's being hacked, okay? They're scamming us with cyber. We're living in a cyber world. I'm not a big email person. This is high technology stuff. Now you have to open up things, press a computer, takes you 15 minutes. The computer that picks up a phone. I have a son. He's 10 years old. He has computers. He's using the computer so much. He is so good with these computers. It's unbelievable. He's playing with the computer. We had it in a lot. And we said, wait a minute. We had it on lock. You needed a sequential number. Now the cyber is so big. Cyber attack is a new big problem. Cyber is very, very tough. We have much hacking going on. Hacker, some guy with a 200 IQ that can't get up in the morning. We talk about the hacking. 
Hacking's bad. Could be somebody sitting on their bed that weighs 400 pounds. You know, they're using the internet better than we use it. Using the internet to take our children's minds. We're losing a lot of people because of the internet. And we have to do something. We have to go see Bill Gates. They want to have the internet run by the world? All I know is what's on the internet. And frankly, the internet does cause problems. Maybe in certain areas, closing that internet up in some way. Somebody will say, oh, freedom of speech, freedom of speech. These are foolish people.